the scripture for tonight's session, and then we're going to dive right into the discussion. Okay, Isaiah chapter 40, um, verse 31, and it reads, and it's a familiar verse. I'll be reading from the King James Version for your hearing. It reads, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of e- as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. May God add a blessing to the reading, the hearing, and the doing of his word. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's so good that we have the word of God in these days and time that we can read it, meditate on it, and just be absorbed by it. Amen. So, now, one thing I must say about waiting. Waiting is not comfortable, is it? No, waiting is not comfortable. We don't want to wait. We as human beings, we don't like to wait. If we wait, we don't want to wait a long time. Because after a while, and when it's long and drawn out, we get a little frustrated with the process of waiting. So waiting is not comfortable. So the purpose of this discussion for the next three weeks, uh, for the this tonight and the next two weeks, is that we want to understand waiting that waiting has a purpose and it has a goal and waiting will bring a reward so out of everything you're going to hear over the next couple of weeks it's going to come back and sort of tie right back in to this aim of this discussion and the purpose and of course you know i want to hear from you as um your um feedback your take on wait and waiting now no one um no one is comfortable with waiting that i know of and I always reference to myself. No one is comfortable with waiting. No one has ever explained to me um, why waiting is not comfortable. Uh, I'm not sure if it's just uh, human nature or what is going on with weight because we all, so many of us become uncomfortable when we have to wait. Yet, it is something that we cannot change, period. The process of wait or waiting, we can't change that. You and I, we can't change it. We might be able to make some minor or very small temporal adjustments, but we can't change it. And when I say temporal adjustment... Uh, I think about the microwave, like where we would have to wait to heat the food up on the stove top or in the oven. We got a microwave, we can nuke it a little bit quicker. So we didn't change waiting. We just adjust, um, made an unnecessary adjustment temporal to be able to have access to that food or whatever it is. A little bit sooner okay so first thing I note here is that it's something that we cannot change no matter where we go there are um there will always be a few if not many opportunities where the small W would just wait. Now you will be hearing me refer to small W instead of saying the word wait, but you know what it means. It will be many a times that we'll have opportunities where the small W would just shows up, all right? From the grocery store lines to the doctor's office, even restaurants, hospital emergency room, even at the gas station, there's a gas station, there's a line for gas. It appears that the small W 
is here and it's everywhere and everyone has an encounter with the small w at some point in time we had to uh, encounter the small w today for those that are joining me tonight we had to wait to 7 30 p.m to arrive before we uh, can come on right amen so the small w always appeared and as i stated early there's only a few things we can do to um minimize our the weight process because if we wanted to heat something up we can use the microwave and a lot of times we learn how to do without we just bother not want to be bothered with it at all but the small w i want us to get just get an understanding of it tonight and um because it's not going anywhere and we're always going to have um we always going to have to relate to it and the bible even tells us it gives us hope this particular verse of scripture in isaiah 40 verse 31 it really tells us it gives us hope that even in the midst of waiting you know there's some things that is that we should be experiencing and know that god is with us amen so when what would it took 20 minutes if you have a microwave it would take five minutes that doesn't change the fact that you didn't have to wait. You waited five minutes instead of waiting 20 minutes. So the small W can always be present. Now, um, what is this thing called waiting? What is it? What is it? What, what, what is it? So um, we all know what weight is in our own ways in our own words in our own terminology we can express what waiting is or how how to wait but my question to you tonight is um really what is it to you and how do you feel when someone tells you to wait what are some of the things that goes through your mind when you hear um the small w so at this juncture, it's going to be all about the presenter that you are hearing tonight. I'm going to share my response to those questions. I feel, I feel like this. I feel okay when I first hear the word, someone said, you got to wait. I feel okay. And I say like, okay, no problem. Then comes running through my mind that I said, okay, but now it's been a long period of time. Now, it depends on the length of the time um, that I have already waited. Mm -hmm. I have to adjust my attitude, adjust my personality, and yes, the countenance on my face. I have to adjust that because you all know it's not, it may not be what you speak out of your mouth, but your countenance on your face also speaks volume. So when I waited a long time already, I really, really have to go almost inside myself and do a little tweak with my personality and the countenance on my face. Amen. Now, the truth be told, if I didn't get a chance to do that and I've already waited a long time, if it's not, I mean, downright necessary, essential, critical, guess what? I will get up and politely exit and, you know, come back at another time. But when that happens, 
I still come right back to the small w. So how many of you have made an appointment, whether it be the eye doctor, the dentist, a regular checkup, you know, you made an appointment, they schedule you, say, yeah, I want you to come in this time. And they tell you to come by 15 minutes before or 15 minutes after. So you have this appointment set, right? So you get there early, right? Now you're waiting. You wait past the appointment time. Now it's like 30 minutes past and you know it's hard to get another doctor's appointment. So you train yourself to just be patient and to wait. But many of us get impatient with waiting and patient is such a virtue. And that's what waiting helped us to understand that we have to learn how to properly wait on something or wait for something. Now, I'm going to tell you the Bible meaning of wait, waiting and a non-biblical meaning of waiting, okay? So the biblical meaning of wait is wait or waiting involves the passage of time, which is itself a gift from God. Now we know time is a gift from God. The word wait in the Bible carries the idea of confidence, expectation, and hope. Now that's the that's what the biblical meaning of wait, and that's what it carries. It carries the idea of confident expectation and hope. Amen, amen, amen. Now let's look at on the other side of that coin. Uh, a non-biblical meaning would be uh, wait means to stay where one is or delay action until a particular time or until something else happens. And according to dictionary.com, it means a period of waiting, a period of pause, an interval, or delay. So just from the definition that you've heard, we see that they both suggest a time factor or a period of duration. Now this is the commonality between the biblical and the non-biblical is time. They both speak of time when it, when it comes to wait or waiting. We all know who is in charge of time, right? We know that God is in charge of time. Now, maybe, just maybe, we have not yet gotten or we didn't get or just haven't gotten yet the house that we want, the vehicle that we want to drive, the job that we want to do, or gotten married yet, or had the baby yet, or got um, a relationship with that particular boy or girl yet, or we haven't gone on this fabulous vacation to Hawaii or to the Bermuda, whatever, yet, or we don't have enough fun yet so that we can retire early. So um, it may be that none of this stuff happened yet. And all the things that you already heard, there is a waiting time. We have to wait, right? So we know this small W is present and we have not yet reached our yet. So in the midst of reaching our yet, reaching the yet part of our life, then we have to wait. The small W is present with us 
until we reach our yet yet. Amen. Because God's timing is perfect. Amen. God's timing is perfect. And we know that. So we talked about the meaning of the small W. Amen. Now let's look at some encouragement that comes from the word of God as we talk about the small W. And I've already read Isaiah 40. Um, verse 31, it tells us that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So if you wait upon the Lord, we shall renew our strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. This verse of scripture is such, it gives us such hope. And it's, it brings such peace when you read it and think about it in the midst of everything of waiting. And this particular passage of, of, of text, it gives us hope. That's what it does. It gives us hope. It lets us know that we, we could and we should expect God's help. And there is no need for you and I to be weary or to faint while we wait or while we are waiting amen let me share a little history with you as i was studying out this particular um passage as to why the author wrote this and what was what was going on behind the scene that the author would have the prophet would have wrote this at that particular time so the prophet isaiah writing here was speaking directly to those in need now that was then but how many of you know that there are times where right now that you and i are in need or we know someone that is in need amen so in his day in the prophet isaiah days they were the weary one who were held captive in babylon they were on a long road home having had their land taken away and their lives turned upside down. Have you ever had something taken away from you? Have you ever had your life appears like your life is turned upside down? The prophet Isaiah right here assured them that they could expect God's help in relocation. Because if I came in, it was to help take captive. They were, the land was taken. They were captive by Babylon. So they were going someplace else. So uh, the prophet here wanted to assure the people that they could, you can expect God's help in relocation. You can expect God's help with some relief and redevelopment that would rebuild their lives and the economy and bless their lands with renewed prosperity. So that was very important. And I can almost imagine what in encouragement and what hope hearing the prophet said this to the people back then in his day what type of hope that it would have brought to them even now even now it is encouraging just imagine excuse me just imagine where we are now and what we are going through while we are waiting for things to fully open back up 
to resume some sort of normalcy. And here we find these encouraging words of the Lord written by the prophet Isaiah. God has indeed helped us. He has indeed helped you and I and is helping us during this pandemic. So some relocated out of office to working from home. So we relocate from working, being bound to the office to get our work done to now we can get the same work done, the same, be be just as productive at home as we would in the office, relocated, okay? And God's with us. Also with the relocation with this pandemic, now children are being taught they're out of school and being homeschooled, amen? Some got relief, some got the stimulus check. Not everyone got a stimulus check. Some people get grant. Some people was given other type of assistance. There was some relief. The food bank was open to help feed the people that was in need. Other people was giving out of their resources to help out those that were able to give. So God is indeed helping us even through this pandemic. That's why I say when I read this verse of scripture, I just make it make it personal to me and 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 look at the current event and the and the and look at what is going on right now and see how we can tie all of that in for some redevelopment okay some people start their own businesses you know to rebuild their lives they start they always wanted to start their business but for whatever reason was so busy so even with this pandemic it gave them time to think about how and what business they wanted to start it it also strengthened family ties it makes people spend more quality time with with their loved ones and so we just see that you know god while we are waiting god is indeed helping us amen amen sometimes we ourselves and especially the young people may be at risk for fainting from the demands of life or it could be that we are so um we are close to giving up because of the circumstances is weighing us down but we can and we should take comfort in this very same verse of scripture when that happened we should also um take comfort as i said in god's promises for our strength the key here is waiting on the lord that is when you and i are that is what you and i are expected to do and when we do we can expect god to supply what we cannot supply so the thing is too many People in Christendom and not in Christendom think we can supply everything that we need. But there are some things we just cannot supply. And we have to wait and trust God because what we can't supply, God can and he will. Now, I'm almost done. I went over the definition, a biblical sense of the word, a meaning of wait, awaiting, and a non-biblical for wait, awaiting. And we talk about... Um, we talk about the second thing we talked about was some encouragement through the word of God, which is Isaiah um, 40 verse 31. That's the encouragement. Now, what else does the Bible say 
about waiting. And when I finish with this, then I want to hear from you. I'm almost done. I'm not going to take up too much of your time. Amen. So here's what the Bible has to say. It got a lot to say about waiting. Here are some thoughts that I would like for you to ponder. One, God's concept of time is nothing like yours and mine. Waiting is something, something that is only possible within time. God, the creator of time, is not limited by time. Amen. We know that. When we are waiting on him to act, he has already acted. Mm, 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 mm. That's good. When you and I are waiting on God to act, know that he has already acted. Mm, 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 mm. When the Lord, with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is, is not slow in keeping his promise. As some understand slowness, instead he is patient with you and he is patient with me. Second Peter 3, 8 and 9. Just thought to ponder. God's concept of time is not like how yours and mine's, okay? God is patient with us. He understands. He understands waiting. His concept of time is nothing like ours, and yet his timing is perfect. The following story. I want to tell you a story that proves this point. Um, God uses our waiting to reveal his glory. <coughs> Excuse me. John 11 tells the story of Lazarus, right? A friend of Jesus, right? And I believe you're a friend of mine. I'm, I'm, I'm your friend. So Lazarus got very sick and he had sisters and you know their name, Mary and Martha. And they sent the word to Jesus, right? Now, instead of Jesus hurrying in to help, Jesus delayed his arrival on purpose. And Lazarus died. By the time Jesus showed up, Lazarus has been in the grave four days. This was intentional. And there's a song about we that God is an intentional God, right? So this was intentional. And Jesus' plan was to raise Lazarus from the dead, revealing his glory as the resurrection and the life. John eleven twenty five. Now Jesus knew that Lazarus uh, would get sick before he ever experienced any symptom. How do how many of you know that God is all knowing? He's omnipotent. Um, he's omniscient and he's omnipresent. So God is everywhere. He sees it all and he knows all. Right. Every day ordained for each one of us was recorded by God before one of them came. To be Psalms 139 16. So Lazarus' days were literally numbered, and so are ours. Mm. Selah. Before Mary and Martha sent for Jesus, Jesus already had a plan. Remember, I say when we are waiting on God to act, He already acted. Okay. 
Jesus already had a plan. And his plan involved making them wait. Here is the small W. Making them wait. The God who calls the stars by name is not surprised by the circumstances that is going on in our lives. There's no surprise. Whatever your circumstance is today, it's no surprise to God who named the stars. He knows. He has always known. And waiting is a part of his plan for us. Here's the small W again. Waiting. Tell yourself, waiting is a part of God's plan for us. Otherwise, why would he say, but they that wait upon the Lord in scripture. Waiting is a part of God's plan for our lives. I want you to ponder this. Waiting on God is good for us. Amen. Waiting on God is good for me. And waiting on God is good for you too. If God act immediately, every time we cry out to him, we will be in control and not him. What do you think about that? We would call the shots and we do not possess his wisdom. Having to wait causes us to learn to trust him. To trust his timing. Here come the small W again. It's about patience. The small W will forever be present with us. So, this is what the Lord has been dealing with me about um, this week, about waiting. And I am still expecting um, God to, to do what he say he's going to do. And I have decided that the best thing for me to do, and now I understand more uh, pointly, that waiting is a part of God's plan for my life. For whatever that thing is that I'm waiting for, it is a part of God's plan that I do wait and not try to go and make something happen and end up making a mess. Amen. So without further ado, I want to hear from you as to how do you um, look at wait or waiting? And I would ask that you would join, join me next week. Join us next week for session two when we will talk about why is waiting necessary and what the, what is the duration of waiting? Does it have a duration? And what does the Bible have to say about waiting again? So tonight we went over the meaning of wait, a biblical and non-biblical meaning, and we found some encouraging word, some encouragement through the word of God at... Um, at the Isaiah 40, 31 verses scripture in the Old Testament. And then we see that the story about what the Bible has to say about waiting was the story of Lazarus, how it was intentional. It was purpose that Jesus didn't drop everything he was doing and came right away. And yes, Lazarus was his friend, but he delayed his going on purpose. God, Jesus already knew. He already knew. So um, now that we have talked about waiting a little bit, you may be in the process of waiting for something. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't need to know what it is. But if you are in the posture of waiting, 
I just want you to be encouraged and know that God indeed will help you. He will help you in whatever it is that you need, whatever area that you need, that you're waiting on God. Just rest assured, just like Prophet Isaiah assured the people that God will help you. He will help you to this day as well. So um, Juanita Bynum has made a song out that I don't mind waiting. And truly, if we don't mind waiting, we certainly will be trusting God more. We would be relying on him more. We will be obedient to what his word says more. If we don't mind waiting, but we might say we don't mind waiting, but yet when we believe that that weight has reached its length in our lives, then we would try to do something else. You know, I'm reminded of the term A, plan A, plan B. So when we wait for plan A and plan A don't work, or it looks like it's not going to work, we want to resume to plan B. But I just want to thank you personally for um, listening to me tonight as I was sharing what God is telling me about wait. I'm waiting on my on my husband, the next one. The first one took flight and went home to be with the Lord. But I believe that God will bless me with another husband. So I might as well wait and not try to go out here and pick somebody on my own because I will not pick what God would want me to have. That's his job. So I'm going to wait. And if he doesn't do it, I'm still going to wait because I trust him and he provides everything that I have need of. Now, you may not be in that situation. You might be in another situation away, but make that resolve in your heart. If it doesn't happen, I'm still waiting on the Lord. I'm not going to try to make it happen because that's when we do not make a good decision by trying to get ahead of God. So that's all I have for you tonight. I pray it was a blessing to you. And I hope to hear from you what what um, the Lord has dealt with you about when it comes to wait or waiting. So I see a few of you online tonight. And I'm just so grateful that you were able to call in. And I'm thanking God that his work was done. And I'm excited to hear from you. So I'm going to unmute you, and maybe you can unmute yourself, but I just um, click access so you can um, go ahead and share. This Prophetess Swenson, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Hi, Prophetess. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you. Good topic, good topic. Yes, um, this waiting. I was uh, listening to you when you was talking about um, God... Uh, purposely, uh, Jesus Christ purpose, it was...